Wild Blessings Beauties, Trace here from the Wild Tribe Sisterhood and our new girl, Sky. Hey everyone. Welcome to Magic Monday, Chats with the Girls. Whether you're a first time listener or you join us each week, we are thrilled to have you with us. On this week's show, we're going to talk about wordiness and how you fit in your world. So Trace, it's always been, it's always an interesting week for me, sort of, you know, I've got, I wear about 50 million hats, mum employee sky and sometimes it's really easy to forget who you are and and what you're doing and mm. and, and whether where, where you are what hat what hat you've got on yeah sometimes i wear two at the same time yeah it's a thing um yeah look i, I really hear you, sky and depending on what role we're fulfilling and what's going on for us you know the way that we feel about ourselves within that role can change quite dramatically um, I had a, a phone call with a very dear friend of mine uh, yesterday and um, we were talking about just that worthiness and, and how your sense of self-worth can be determined by exterior or outside um, things that are happening around you. And, you know, my, my dear friend was, was super upset. She was just super upset um, that you know that the things that she's offering in her in her work the things that she's offering in the things that she gives to community in the world her statement to me was look if i just stopped would anyone actually notice that's fair that makes me very sad that's a yeah and but how many people are probably thinking that oh i was i was gutted and she you know she she was beside herself and you know, I assured her that that wouldn't be the case, but let's have a really good look at those realities in, in our modern world today where everything you get now, I want it now, I can, what is it, Afterpay, Zip Pay, Apple Pay, something else pay. All of those. All of those, let's pay. Um, you know, there's, there's some sort of, um, I don't know, weight against how that makes you feel about yourself. And even in regards to social media, I know the other day you were talking about yoga and how real yoga compared to Instagram yoga, mm. and it's easy to get caught up in this world of, of social media and online world where it's not really real. Yeah. And I think you forget what the real world is, what actually exists, and what's going on in this pretend, pretend world with a lot of filters. Look, yeah, and between, between that and the idea of, well, what's real for me? What is the real world? What is the normal world? What is normal behaviour? I think that the poles have shifted so vastly. You know, I have a particular way of thinking, and that for me is my version of normal. Um, whereas, you know, there would be another person who would look at my version of normal and go, that chick is crackpot, you know? So... The point being is that my sense of who I am and my sense of worthiness comes from me knowing who I am and not via stuff that happens on the exterior world. Does that make sense? It does. But the question is then, for those who struggle with that idea, yeah. how do you find your own worthiness? Mate. Is that the million dollar question? It's, it's, it's the gazillion dollar question. And, um, you know, today I can tell you I know who I am. I don't know about tomorrow. You know, I think it, the, the ballpark shifts. And again, back to my friend, you know, she, you know, she's really affected by people not seemingly wanting what she's got on offer. And, and you know, so and that has rocked her sense of self-worth. You know, she'll pick herself up, dust herself off, and off she'll go. Um, but there are a lot of realms within, you know, whether it's spiritual work or whether it's, you know, whatever work where 
you know, we're expecting so much of people now. You know, messages at 11 o'clock at night asking for information. People don't read anymore, it would appear. You know, I, I work in a gym as well and, you know, I've had a question, you know, asked of me, which was clearly on, you know, on the, the councils on the website. You know, and it's, it's because people just see something and, then, and they appear to just go, oh, this is the question, can you give me the answer now? And if you don't answer them, at, you know, two minutes past 11 at night, then you get a question mark. You know, so then all of a sudden this skyrockets and starts to snowball into this massive sense of where's the boundary. And, and if you don't feel like you're catching up or you're answering people, it rocks your own sense of self-worth mm. because like, oh my gosh, why can't I keep up? And then you're failing yourself oh in God. your mind. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I do agree. I think we live in a 24-7 world where we have to keep going and keep showing this perfection mm -hmm. to the outside world, even to, our, even to a certain extent to our friends. Yeah. Because if you stop and you have a little moment and you sit in the corner and you cry, yeah. there's something wrong with you and then everyone panics. Yeah. And... And then it's like that constant sort of you're just going around in circles. Yeah, and and I think we, I think we actually do have a choice about it. Mm -hmm. I think we can begin to set parameters and boundaries. And and again, you know, this this whole virtual world. I mean, how many years are we really talking here? I know for me personally, I've probably used social media now for maybe nine years. It's still relatively fresh. We are still trying to find the rules of it, aren't we? You know, my kids are nineteen and twenty, nearly twenty-two. And um, what I know now with regards to the virtual world and how I would parent them with that information now, totally different. Agreed. And I'm very scared about what, what my children are going to have when they're teenagers. Yeah. And it's probably all going to be in their mind. Look, who knows? It'd be something you, you tap. Tap oh, your freckle. <laughs> possibly. And then you can't really control that as a parent. But yeah. so I think... We're all just constantly moving with this social media. Like, you know, once upon a time, it was just Facebook on your computer. And now it's all on your phone and it's stories that last 24 hours and you can do anything and no one else has to know if they haven't seen that story. Yeah. And so it almost feels like you have to constantly keep up with the rest of the world. Mm. Whereas, I mean, I didn't really experience a lot of, you know, the world before social media, but I just feel like it was a slower world. Oh, well, I, I did. I'm 44. So um, I absolutely did. You know, when I was a kid, you came home from school, for me, two litres of milk and a peanut butter sandwich, and then that was it for the day. Yes. You know, you'd park up in front of the cartoons and that was it. You, you went to school the next yeah. day in terms of bullying or pressure or anything. You know, even if someone was giving you a hard time at school, you didn't actually have to deal with it to the next day. Exactly. Whereas I know my own daughter, um, I don't think she'd mind me sharing, but she, you know, she had some stuff with that. Like, and there was stuff going on at school. There was so much going on when she got home because she was contactable. You know, you know the idea of blocking when I was at school was just putting the phone on top. Beep, beep, beep. That was blocking. Perfect you know, or, or your dad going, it's seven o'clock. What do you think you are doing ringing at this hour? You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think all of those, um, invasions i suppose that we have allowed we have allowed them um but they have they're impacting on the way that we feel about ourselves Def definitely i think it's very easy to sit on social media and look at this perfect world and go oh well i'm definitely not as slim as pretty as Enough. fit as as i'm not baking cupcakes at midnight what's wrong yeah. with me yeah. you know and so our definitely our self-worth yeah is often rock bottom do you know that also swings in the other direction sky like i have observed the the realm of the too much woman the woman who's seemingly 
too in control, too pretty, too organised, too financially stable, too you know great at you know raising their kids, too 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 much. And then those women cop a whole bunch of flack as well. You know, like I, I think at the end of the day, we're all just doing our bloody best, and and I'm hoping and I'm praying and I'm holding space for just the capacity that let's just be come from a space of loving kindness towards one another. Yeah, I, and I agree. And I think that's what I love about Wild Tribe so much is there is that feeling of care and love that you don't get in the real world. Like, yeah. Because, you know, I'll say it now, I love my friends, but we do compete a lot. We all are comparing what we're doing, who got the best, um, you know, overhead squat, who got this, you know, who's wearing the coolest leggings. And when you go into a circle or when you're just around Wild Tribe, there's just this the feeling is less of that and more of just a community well that's, that's what we're trying to create that exactly and you know, i think healthy competition is okay that's our humanism you know i think that you know i'll, I'll challenge you to that squat challenge you know let's I'm, do it yeah let's do it yeah but but that's healthy it's not it's not in the context of i want to show that i'm better than you and that i dominate it, it's not from that perspective i think that that's where things are quite skewed right now and you know, I'll keep relating back to my, my friend's phone call. You know, she's an incredible woman, an incredible woman. And, and my heart broke that she was feeling like that based on the presumption of others of, you know, people, I've also noticed people will often just let you down. You know, if I've given my word, if I say, hey, Sky, I will meet you at this time at this place, I'm there. Yes. You know, and I know that people that know me know I, I'm, de I'm completely dependable. Um, you know, I've, I've pulled a muscle in my shoulder. I still went to my job this morning, you know, and, and I'm not a hero. There's none of that. It's just that my word is my bond mm. and I take my word seriously. If I was legitimately really sick, I think that's, you know, there's scope for that. Um, but, but back to the context of my friend, you know, like she's putting this work out there and these offerings and she said, you know, obviously people don't want what I offer and I don't think that's the case. No, but it's, I think she's feeling it now, isn't she? Like it's, yeah. It, yeah. And then sometimes people feed off that energy as well. Definitely. So, you know, like if you, if you come out there and you're negative, then you're going to get only negativity. And I, and I do that myself. Yeah. And I wonder why everything around me is not going the way it is because mm. I'm feeling like rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also if something's not working in your life, it's like going, okay, let's have a look at what I'm able to do about that. Let's have a look. Okay, something because there's a difference between something that's just not working and being at the critical edge. And, and, and I think my friend is at the critical edge. So when we're pushing for change, it takes time. It does. You know, when, when something's new, it takes time to create and it takes time to manifest and it takes time to get where it's got to go. And, you know, within all of those sorts of things, you know, there can be a sense of unworthiness in self because you think people just don't want it. But is it that or is it that they're just learning and they're not quite ready? So explain to me, Trace, when you talk about the critical edge, how do you know when you're there? Well, I think especially right now, like we've discussed, you know, a bunch of stuff in the last sort of 10 minutes pertaining to internet. So at one point, that was the critical edge. You know, it was really exciting. We had all these different options and it expanded the way that we could all access information. So at one point, that was the critical edge where anyone could access information. 
Um, and in terms of what's happening right now, we're at the critical edge of change in our world. Loads of us believe strongly um, that we need to come from and be part of a community, a world that is based on unity. Mm, yes. The collective consciousness of everyone, like th that every soul is important, that everyone's life is important, that there is no dominance masculine over feminine, but that we both come together from a space of unity, recognising our differences. One might say that that is a critical edge because a lot of people don't think like that still. No, no, they definitely don't. You know, so I would hazard a guess, as, sad, as much as it saddens me, we, we might be, those of us who think like that might be the 5%. So that is the critical edge or the critical mass. And if you look at, you know, the, the 60s and 70s particularly, um, a lot of the um, sort of things that are happening in the political climate in, in those decades was they were the critical edge. So there were a whole bunch of people at that point, especially in America, they were often university students who got access to knowledge and went, you know what, there's got to be a better way of doing this. They were coming out of the bones of strong patriarchal overtones. Um, so the critical edge or the critical mass are those at the forefront of change. Okay. Does yes. that make sense? Yes, no, it does make sense. Do you feel sometimes though that, I mean, I've noticed it because I mean, I've come from very much a feminist background. That was me at uni, I was that feminist. And you know, things have changed now. And there's definitely a feel that we're moving more into the equality and the respect. Can I just stop you right Go there? Go for it. And the reason I'm going to do that, poor old feminism as a sociological perspective has been bastardized, ripped up, turned on its head. Feminism has been used, or the word feminism has been used as almost like a, a sword. I am a feminist and I think this. True feminism, however, isn't about the assertion of women over men or women's perspectives over men. True feminism is about unity. Mm, absolutely. But yeah. it's been taken vast. I had this, con this conversation with my son the other day. You know, oh, but mum, you've raised us with a feminist perspective. And, and, and I have. And my perspective is about unity. Yes. And I 100% agree. And I think that's mm. originally it was just, to, you know, we can all earn the same amount of money. We can all have the same yes. jobs. And then suddenly it became about being better than men. Got twisted. Yeah. And I don't, I don't agree with that. Oh, I mm. want my sons to go, yes, women are equal. Some things, yeah, they're always going to be stronger than us. We can't do anything Physically, about that. Dead of course. Set. Um, but Excellent. I, you chop the wood then. <laughs> I don't want to. Go for it. Yes, every time. I'm thanks. down with that. Yes. <laughs> but I think in other ways, yes, 100%, we should be focusing on that unity. Mm. But I've noticed a swing, and I don't know whether it's a, because of the FIFO world, I don't know, in that women are returning to being secondary almost. Yeah. And it really worries me, upsets me, that that critical change that you're talking about is almost going backwards. Look, you know, if you... If you open your eyes and have a really good look at what's going on around, the political climate is very challenged at the moment. So I don't want to get too political, but in the space that we're, in which that I live in, there's, there's, there's people who are choosing to stand up for their work rights. And, um, you know, there's so much going on there. The political platform uh, is changing and, and we're looking at whether it's um, our governmental structures, which need a bloody good shake up, or whether it comes down to business. And I, I really don't want to go there because that's, you know, that, that's a political, I don't want to take it there. My point is, um, there is there is need for great change, Sky. Yes, I think so. And it concerns me across the board in return. I mean, let's not do, yeah, let's not do politics, but mm. let's just talk about the fact that I see a lot of women and I, I worry about their self-worth. Yeah. They see themselves as nothing more than... And mothers are awesome. I'm a mother. You're a mother. But yep. they see themselves as nothing more than mothers and that they're not worthy of anything else. Yeah. And that concerns me. Yeah. 
But that, that, that comes from, you know, what, what we see, um, you know, and let's be frank, you know, we're talking about social media here and we're going to see in that context, but it happened with Dolly, the Dolly magazine and Cosmo and, you it's know, that, that was out, that was my social media. Absolutely. You know, and you had to look a particular way and if you didn't, you know, that was really challenging. You know, our looks in 2018 is still at the forefront of how we feel, you know, not pretty enough, not slim enough, not athletic enough. And, and the flip side of that is I, I've got a quite an athletic build, you know, I, I, oh, but you're so skinny, you know, don't you eat, you know, so it's like, there's always this crazy, what we're trying to come from. And, and when we're talking about the critical edge again is changing those old patterns. Yes. So within women, we are going, okay, if we band together, I, I tell you what, listeners, I tell you what, if the women start to band together, the world changes. Yeah, and then we're not competing against each other in a negative way. Of course, yep. competition is good, like, yep. you know, and because that's how we grow. Yep. But but the competition where we're almost hating on each other yeah. is what is what's killing our society. And that, and, and that sense of self-worthiness. Mm. So, you know, when, you, when you're doing something new, you know, and it fails. Maybe it's not about you. Maybe it's just that you are at the critical edge and you'll, A, you'll learn something, you'll tweak it to make it work for you, or it might not be the right time yet. There's always so many other things to, to consider, um, you know, and, but, but, if you come to tears about it, you know, you, you've got to have a look at, okay, what can I change? Do I just, do I just take it, you know, do I just step back for a minute? You know, because sometimes when things are too new, you know, like the work that I do is sisterhood circles, you know. A lot of mainstream society would call that the woo-woo, you yeah. know. And it used to offend me and make me super sad. And now I just go, you know what, it's okay. They just, they're not there yet and they don't understand. I can tell you from my observation that a massive percentage of women are looking for other women to come together and be witnessed and talk and be listened to. I think that's the big, that's the word listen. Yeah. I think no one does enough of that mm. ever. Like there's no listening. It's just talking at each other. Yeah. And that's what I really love that. I love being listened to and I don't want anyone to necessarily say, well, you should do this or, or nah. yeah, I just want people to listen so I can go, okay, I've offloaded I've talked now move on I've listened and like and that's what's amazing like yeah it's just not it doesn't happen anymore and that's not the woo-woo no and that's not the crystal tripping new age hippie <laughs> all the words that people yes. use to describe you know and, and it's just because of lack of understanding and you know I, I have a theory about that as well <laughs> um and, and my theory around that kind of language is that jeepers if we all get empowered then what what a wonderful you know, look, world. Well, you know, but, but the, the, the people who are, you know, in, in hierarchy and structure, maybe they're shaking in their boots. Perhaps. So yeah. maybe it's easier to say it's the woo-woo or it's the crystal trippers or to rip it to bits because that way no one gets, you know, everyone just keeps staying the same. Exactly. And it's funny, I mean, even I, I mean, I you know, come from an acting background, so I've never been, you know, I, I have been... in around in this world a bit but then mm. I went into the corporate world and even I remember when I first met you and discovered Wild mm. Tribe yeah I was totally overwhelmed and a bit a bit scared and yeah. not and not sure of myself at all um yeah. and it takes time I think to realize yeah. that it's not yeah a bunch of hippies dancing around naked okay mm. maybe sometimes <laughs> there's merit to that <laughs> um but yeah look no I totally hear you but I I think that the way that we combat this sense of self-worth um, and potential worthlessness mm. 
you know, surround yourself with good people. Absolutely. Turn the, the bloody feed off on your phone. You know, if you want to access social media, social media can be great. Don't get me wrong, it really can, but maybe turn it off, off take the app off your phone. If, if, if you are finding that the views, opinions and thoughts of other people are making you feel shit, turn it off. Or choose the right people to follow. Yeah. Choose... Yeah. Defriend, you know, what, however yeah. all that Choose stuff Choose the works. inspiring people, not the people that are going to make you feel rock bottom. And yeah. You, know, you don't need to see, like for me, I don't need to see the sexy girls, you know, showing their booties off because mm. I just go, well, what am I doing wrong? I need to see the inspiring single mums or the inspiring working women who are doing yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. And so that's, I think, where other women have to choose, you know, the choice. You can choose to let yourself feel less worthy or you can choose to let women and other people make you feel worthy. It's about being discerning. But I also, I want to make the point that when you're in that position, and I say it because I've been in it, sometimes you don't feel like you do have a choice. It's easy for us to just sit here at my kitchen table, you know, discussing these important things. But I I really want to just shout out to the listeners out here going, well, wait a minute, I'm not there. I'm not there most days. Let's be truthful. You yeah. see me. Like I've walked into a circle before and you're like, yeah, okay, Sky, you're not yeah. having a good day. You're not having... And, you know, it's still, you know, some, some days I feel rock bottom. Yeah. Just like my friend who had a really bad day yesterday and questioned her thoughts, feelings and values, her work, her life's work, I might add, um, you know, based on feeling rejected, basically. I think it, I'm wondering whether it actually all comes down to the potentiality of feeling rejected and us, A, trying to dodge feeling like that and therefore not putting ourselves forward, or B, putting something forward that you love is your life's work and it being rejected by the mainstream because they're not ready. And that's what it would be, definitely. And yeah. The, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, the, and rejection, no matter what it is, rips your heart out every time. It, look, it does, you know, it, it really does, you know, and, you know, all, all sorts of things happen. But again, this, you know, speaking to, you know, what I was saying before about, you know, lack of commitment and being, you know, can we get back to being people of our word? Yes, please. Yeah. You know, be of your word. You know, remember back in the day, you got an invitation off someone and you said, yep, I'm going now. 24 hours before, yep, I can come now because everyone's waiting for, ooh, something better might come along. I'm not sure whether I want to commit. You know, do you know how hard that is for people who organise stuff? Yeah, and I, and I will say now that's social media again. And I hate to keep bringing back social media. I love it. But once upon a time, you got an invitation, you put it in your diary, you were going. Yeah. Now there's 7,000 events on Facebook or something happening and people might say they're going or they're interested. Yeah. And yeah. You just yeah, choose what you, who you want to be with. Don't choose yeah. what other people want to do. And surround yourself with good people. And you know, if you're feeling like the people in your world, you know, are dragging you down, get move to another circle. Yeah. And that is as difficult as it might be. And you know, I know that sometimes we love people desperately and dearly and all of that stuff. Um, you know, our family members can sometimes be those people. But if if they're making Let's, let, let me rephrase that. No one can make you feel anything. But if they're putting you into a scenario where you're feeling, you know, not worthy enough, find a space that does make you feel worthy. So, so the question then is how do, we, how do we work around that sense of self-worth and how do we bring ourselves to feel worthy other than through friendships? Like it comes really back to how do you feel about you? You know, I'm a single woman. 
for me. And, and I've had the pats on the hands from the old ladies who dearly just mean the best. And they, oh, you know, it's, it's okay. You know, you'll find a husband soon. And then, you know, I've had close friends of mine going, you know, like, Ray, isn't it time you, you know, got a man now? And it's like, well, I'd love a partner. Don't get me wrong, I really would. Um, but the right one. So I'm not prepared to, you know, but in terms of my self-worth, because I like who I am, I'm okay being on my own. That's true. Is that, is that an answer or is that that's just a good bluffing I, about? I think that's a good thing. If you can look in the mirror, yeah. not every day, some days you don't, but so, and say, I like me. Yeah. I like my own company and yep. I like where, where I'm going. Yep. And that's self-worth. I, I think it's self-worth. Self-worth to me really boils down to I'm a woman of my word. That means the world to me. I'm a woman of my word. I'm authentic in that what I say, I, I truly believe. I don't beat around the bush. Sometimes that gets me in trouble. I try, I try to be kind. Um, I, I try really hard to come from a place of observation rather than judgment. And, and, you know, even when you observe something that doesn't fit with your way of thinking and or belief system, you know, just loving kindness. That is a nice, yeah, definitely. And Loving I kindness. It would be really good to hear from listeners mm. about what they see self worth is. Yeah, how they, how they value them, themselves. Well, how do they, how do you gauge it? Do you gauge it in self, or you know, or, or is it really gauged by the people in your world? Yeah, so I'm actually quite curious about that too. To no, definitely. And so let's let's put it out there. You know, message us on Facebook. Yep. Um, and tell us, what do you see as your self-worth? How do you gauge that? Yeah. We'd love to hear from you, you know, whether you want to send us a message or, or a voice message. Yep. It's, you know, it's all about you and how you're feeling and you bring that to this, to this podcast. Yeah. And, and then, you know, us trying to just, you know, figure out the tools that we can put in place to support that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think we've come to the end now, Sky. Great conversation. As always. Brilliant. Um, so like Sky just said, if you want to contact us, wildtribe at gmail.com, comment on the links under the podcast. Um, but until then, we shall see you next week for Magic, Magic Monday. Monday Chats with the Girls. Ooh, Thank wait. you. Bye, beauties.